Hello, and welcome to Coffee with Crane. I'm Joseph Patrick. This is a podcast series where I get to sit down with industry professionals and chat about what's going on in the world of logistics. You can see all of our episodes of Coffee with Crane, as well as our Spanish-language podcast, Café con Crane, on our YouTube channel and your favorite podcast player. So please, be sure to subscribe, like, comment, and feel free to share. It really does help. Now, in this episode, we're going to be joined once again by Crane Worldwide Logistics Director of Business Development, Ira Salzman. Welcome back to Coffee with Crane, Ira. Hello, Joseph. Good morning. How are you today? Really well, my friend. It's it's great to have you back. It's really nice to be here and be able to you know answer a few questions and enjoy some time with you. All righty. Well, as always, we like to get to know you a little bit more. So uh, tell us, uh, do you have any hobbies or activities that you enjoy? I enjoy fishing. I enjoy golfing. I enjoy spending time with my family. So you can you can find me, you know, at my favorite watering hole, trying to catch some trout or some muskies. Or you can find me on some of my favorite golf courses here in New Jersey, just trying to practice my game. But it's what I do. Very nice. All sounds very relaxing. So after a hard day's work of handling things, you go and you spend time with your family. You go fishing. You golf. That's super nice. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, Ira, for those who didn't catch us on your previous episode, remind us exactly how did you get your start in logistics? And it really started with my sister back in 91. Uh, she was importing sesame seed into the United States. And uh, so at that point, the, the, the warehouse that she was uh, working with needed some inside sales support, some customer support. And I was out of work at the time. I was actually registered to go to computer school and become a programmer. That's right. So I had sales and marketing were the last thing on my mind. So I ended up going down there for an interview and uh, my wife made the suggestion I should offer my services up for 30 days for free. So I think it's kind of a unique story in terms of how people get going, you know, but I did. I went down there or offered my services for 30 days and it was a great chance for me to get to know them. It was a great chance for for them to get to know me. And here we are, you know, 32 years later. And uh, we are we are selling, but that position really forged a lot of experience in terms of customer service, inventory control, domestic transportation. I really got a very well-rounded um, knowledge base of transportation, especially in the local market. Well, somebody who wanted to be a computer programmer, you have a very analytical mind, a very calculating mind, and logistics is perfectly suited for somebody with that kind of mindset. So I think you found your your calling. I appreciate that. Thank you. Your region has been doing really well over the past few months. Can you share with us any uh, new developments that y'all have been having? So, you know, I I feel like the region has been doing really well lately. And um, I started with Crane back in 2017. And Joe Sopola Jr. started not too far um, after I started. And when I first started uh, in the JFK region, you know, there was not a lot of staff there. you know, uh, I was bringing on new accounts and I felt like, you know, customer service was lacking and things were just not going in the direction I felt as a sales guy they should be going in. And Joe came in and really changed everything around. He worked with the the existing personnel that was there. He made some really great additions to, to the office that are still there today, uh, almost five years later. And I think we're really melding together as a team and doing well in terms of you know, what their requirements are, what my requirements as a sales guy are. And I think we're all really, you know, on a on a well-oiled machine at this point doing well. So, you know, I really thank Joe for for being able to, you know, put that leadership into uh, the JFK region. 
outside of that, um, recently the uh, the company has made the decision to boost up the region, and we hired Sean McCarter. And uh, Sean McCarter has been involved in developing warehousing for the region, as well as installing crane freight in the area. So now we have drayage and we have warehousing. And with the JFK office the way that it is, we're really a, a well-balanced uh, region right now. So it's nice. Super nice. It sounds like you're really growing and building a really strong team over there. Yeah, it's really working out well. If you can't make it in the New York market, you can't make it anywhere. Right. I think there's a song that goes something like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when I first got here and didn't know a whole lot about international logistics, I was very focused on just numbers, right, and, and being successful. And I was searching for a lot of transactional business just because it was low-lying fruit and I was able to get some production going and feel good about the situation, right? But I really think the ideal client is a client that wants to partner with Crane, right? They, they have um, a long-term value to the relationship where you can build a relationship and then not just have one mode of transportation or one service offering where they're now engaging with you on multiple levels of services, multiple modes of service, and you're supporting a big part of their supply chain infrastructure, whether it's international, domestic, it could be consulting like trade services. But if you can touch on several areas of their business, I feel like that's the partnership that Crane wants to engage in. And that customer service and loyalty takes trust. And that's something that you have to really work on and, and, and build with a client. It's not something that just, you know, you show up and you have a, you know, complete trust with somebody. It's something that you got to work on and develop. Absolutely. Ira, as we both know, this pandemic has had a massive effect on the world. It's still having an effect on the world. Is it still affecting uh, the current market conditions? Fill us in on that. I feel like COVID is here to stay. And, um, uh, you know, for a while until, you know, I don't think there's going to be a miracle cure for it. So I think it's something that as a, a, a world we're going to have to be dealing with for a while. And I know that we're all getting really tired of hearing about the problems with in logistics and the things that COVID has created. But unfortunately, there is still a ton of congestion, not just in the New York market, but all over the place, um, right. internationally and right here in the United States. And the New York region is no, you know, it, it, it has the same problems everybody else has. There's, you know, lack of space on ships. There's congestion at the ports. Uh, drayage drivers are hard to come by. Um, the, you know, the infrastructure in and around the area, you know, it's tight. So, you know, it's hard to move around. It's, there, there's a lot of problems and that, that COVID has brought on, but, you know, as a team and we, we, we fight through it every day and we communicate with our clients and our clients are starting to become more adapted to the situation. And they, and a lot of the good ones, like I alluded to before, in terms of partnerships, they understand, right? They understand that this is not our fault, that there's a work, you know, there's a pandemic out there that's causing lots of problems. So, you know, they work with us, but these problems are here to stay for a while, Joseph. Well, let me ask you this. If you could fix the situation, uh, where would you start? Well, I think it's communication, right? I think education, communication, I think maybe, you know, get clients together, start talking about situations, start talking about issues. I think communication with the clients is the best way to go. Just communicate, communicate, and communicate. Opening up that line of dialogue. You know, an interesting story comes to mind. 
Um, I was uh, actually on a call with a client and we did a conference call with a terminal operator. Instead of doing a live terminal meeting, we did a, a terminal Teams meeting. And we got into the subject of, of COVID and this particular terminal had lost a crane operator to COVID. Mercy. So when you think about a crane operator, right, unloading a ship, would you say that that's a highly skilled position or not such a highly skilled position, right? It's I actually uh, went to uh, Boy Scouts with a friend of mine. Uh, he's currently a crane operator, and it's it's not easy. You can't no. just hop in the seat. It's not a video game. It's this delicate stuff, you know, that right. and people walking around. It's a lot of safety that goes down. There's a lot of training that goes into it. It's a lot of, it's a very highly skilled position. So if you lose someone, right? Now, what do you do, right? You have to now, then, you know, yeah, next man up, but it takes a while to get that guy trained. So that could create a congestion at a port, right? So there's so many little nuances that people don't think about on what could cause a, uh, a, a backlog or delay at a, at a port. So it's just one story I wanted to throw in there for you. I like that. And it's, it, it demonstrates that little ripple effect, you know, and, exactly. and how important individuals are. Exactly. Well, let's switch gears a little bit. Uh, what would you say is the best part about being a director of business development? You know, there's a lot of good things about being a director of business development. One is working for Crane. Crane's a great company, and I really enjoy uh, the family that had, I created here and, and adopted here at Crane. Um, besides the family that I have at Crane, I would say working with the clients on a daily basis. You know, you wake up in logistics and every day is different. You oh, know, yeah. you plan you execute, you try to make things happen the way you want, but every day is a different day. And it's how you adapt to that, you know? And I get to speak to a lot of different clients in a lot of different industries, and I get to learn about their businesses. And And I love going on plant tours or office tours and just seeing how their operations are set up and seeing things in production or manufacturing. And so I really enjoy getting out and, you know, meeting people face to face. And it's been tough with the pandemic. We keep going back to the pandemic. But, you know, it's uh, I do enjoy going out and being able to meet new people and create new solutions for people. Absolutely. Logistics is a fascinating world. It never stops, like you said. And there's people all over the planet at any given time. Logistics is happening. It's very exciting. Exactly. And how do you measure success as a director of business development? It's another great question, Joseph. So, I mean, I think from the employer standpoint, success can be measured in black and white, right? By numbers, by quotas, by by activity, production. You know, what is it that you're doing today, right? It's very easy to make a judgment on someone in sales. And I think that that's what makes the, the job very unique compared to other jobs. It's that because we are you know, there is a lot of pressure put on a sales guy in order to produce, and it's very measurable. Oh, yeah. um, but outside of the numbers, um, I feel that success comes in a number of different ways. And there's there's three areas. I, I look at it as respect, integrity, and loyalty. All right. And, and a lot of those, that they're, they're very connected, but yet there's little nuances, I think, with all three of those words that, you know, offset them just a little bit. And so I'll touch on for us a little bit. Break down respect, loyalty, and integrity for us. Okay. Right. So when it comes to respect, I feel like from a leadership respect, um, if leadership is is you know, if you if you're getting an award, say from your company, you know that you have the respect of your leadership. 
if they're walking up to you and they're saying, hey, Ira, you did a great job, great sale, you know, you're getting that type of acknowledgement. You know that you've earned the respect from your leadership. When it comes to my colleagues globally, I feel like the respect is that we're willing to help one another get through problems or share the good times together. So I think that that's where the respect comes from in terms of my colleagues. In terms of my clients, it's very easy to understand respect. If they're staying with me for a long time, if they're giving me multiple you know, shipments over different modes and different services, and they're giving me new opportunities, I feel like I've earned their respect because they know that I'm there for them and I, you know, I know how to handle their business. So I feel like that's where respect comes in. And I feel like that is a true measure of success when those things are all working together. Loyalty and integrity. I mean, my loyalty is to my company, right? So I'm an employee of Crane, but I also have to be loyal to my clients, right? If my clients are right, you know, the old cliche, the client is always right. So it's hard to balance, right? It's hard to balance when your client is saying, no, I are, this is what I think, but yet, you know, your organization might feel a little bit different. There's, right. there's a balance there that you have to work out. And I think that, you know, when you're loyal to your clients and you're loyal to your employer, you can find that balance. People understand that you need to work within a, a range and bring things together. So, and integrity, I feel is a very personal one. I think it really comes down to the individual, right? You know, always being honest about what you're saying to your clients. If you can't do something, tell them. I tell, I tell clients all the time that it's just not something I can handle, right? And I think, and, and I get a lot, the response back is, I really appreciate you saying that to me, right? Now they're not wasting time and they can go figure out what they need to do to solve something. If you say it, do it, right? If, if, you know, I, I committed to you saying I wanted to do coffee with Crane. Here we are. We're doing coffee with Crane, right? So, sure. so you know, if I say something to one of my clients, I make sure that I get back to them or I follow up or I ask the question if I don't know it and get back to them. So it's very important to do what you say. And then I think leading by example, right? I feel like if I'm showing my colleagues how I operate on a regular basis and how I deal with people, I feel like that will rub off on people and people will be like, oh, wow, that's really great. Look at the way that Ira does it, right? So so I try to, I, I try to you know, lead by example and, and, and always try to do the right thing, right? I mean, I'm not perfect, but I, I really try to put all of these things together as a measure of my own success. So you have a personal maxim that you live by. I, I really like that a whole lot. Ira, thanks so much for joining us here today and sharing all this wisdom and insight with us. Do you have any final thoughts you'd like to leave with us? You know, I just think it's, you know, a really great forum that you put here. I think there's a lot of great content out there. I, as you said, I feel like everyone should go to the, uh, to the website and take a look at all these different podcasts. And I think each one could give you a little bit of, of knowledge for something else, uh, that you can, you know, you use it for. So, um, but I really appreciate the time Joseph for allowing me to do this and, uh, look forward to doing it again one day. Me as well, my friend, me as well. Keep up the great work and give our best to your incredible team over there. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you for being with us again, sir. And thank you, dear listener, for tuning into this episode of Coffee with Crane. Be sure to subscribe to Coffee with Crane on your favorite podcast player. And remember, you can see all of our episodes of Coffee with Crane, as well as our Spanish language podcast, Cafe Con Crane, on our YouTube channel. So please be sure to subscribe. It really does help. So until next time, I'll have a hot cup waiting for you right here on the next episode of Coffee with Crane. Goodbye now. <laughs>